fate, where you're about to take your life, because one split decision literally controls everything. Welcome back to the Single Parent Conflict Podcast and back to a now ongoing series called The Single Mother Conflict. Just want to get some housekeeping items out of the way first before we get to our guest. If this is your first time listening in, I'm your host, Demetrius, a former single parent who at the time had no idea what direction I would be steering towards to overcome the challenges of, well, being a father. After gaining a lot of insight, education, and a ton of patience, I now want to give that information back to you, the parent, whether you're single or not, to stay motivated and inspired during your parenting journey. So, you know, when I did my first set of interviews for what is now the first season of the Single Mother Conflict series, I honestly didn't think I would get any feedback from it at all. I was just using it to share my passion of parenting out there to the world. Now, with over 300 downloads and counting and reaching over 10 countries, I realized that you, yes, you, also have the passion for parenting like I do. So I had to come back with more guests and more content. So thank you all to have previously listened and to any new listeners I hope you continue this journey with me. My guest today is mother, model, and author. Her first bilingual children's book, Oh How Mommy Loves You, is set to drop soon. So she's here to talk about her book and her own single mother journey. This is Simone. I uh, left the gym like literally maybe 45 minutes ago, enough time to race home, get in the shower, and be ready for you. So, <laughs> Oh, I appreciate I feel special. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. There was no way in the world I was not gonna be here tonight <laughs> racing home man no thank yeah. you for that um so so let's start off here um like where are you originally from um so i was born in cleveland ohio okay but i was raised in miami florida actually seven different parts of florida but generally speaking florida okay what made you uh move from florida to then ohio um my father and his line of work from ohio to florida um, yeah, just his line of work. Um, he was doing uh, juvenile domestic relation homes. Okay. And back in the day, those were really popular. So every time a new one would open up, he would go and help um, and open and, you know, have at it with the young men and such. Wow. I'm starting to see a pattern. So the last person I interviewed, again, former Corker of mine, she mm-hmm. moved from like the Virgin Islands to PA, but also because of her father looking for work. Wow. Um, wow. So it's crazy the like the that similarities is. there. Yeah. Um, so then, but you're not in Cleveland now. You you moved from Cleveland now right, somewhere right. else, right? I'm in Virginia now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And what made you now took the leap from Cleveland, Virginia? Is, I mean, it's far, but it's, it's still it's not too too far, right? But still a ways. What right, made you right. move now to Virginia? Um, so the unfortunate circumstances happened when I was 14. Um, unfortunately, as much good as my father did in the community, he was an abuser at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mother almost lost her life. So in order to save me and my brother and sister and herself, my Oma and Opa, who are uh, in German, that is my grandparents, mm-hmm. uh, they lived in Stafford, Virginia. And they said, uh-uh, we're sending you tickets. It's time to go. So unfortunately, uh- and then fortunately, <laughs> yeah. landed and then I just stayed once I got pregnant. I was like, man, it's so much safer. I don't even want to go back to Florida now. Yeah, no, definitely. I was going to say hurricanes, but that's even more important. Right, like right. Getting away definitely from experienced abuse. my share of tornadoes. Never a hurricane, but definitely, oh, wow. definitely tornadoes were popular. How the heck does that work? That's like one of my biggest fears is like trying to be or get away from more or tornado. What? What? It, how many you said a few right there's a few tornadoes you've been a part of yeah yeah a couple um i think three three tornadoes 
Um, after like effect of an earthquake or something, I remember from being a kid. Yeah, it was crazy. This is Cleveland or Florida? Florida. Florida. So I didn't yeah, think about yeah, Florida. Wow, I never yeah. heard of tornadoes. You always hear about hurricanes. There were like the tornadoes, there. right? Oh man. Okay. All right. <laughs> but so I was re- in so many different parts: um, Titusville, Jacksonville. I can't remember. I would have to ask my mom, but definitely we had to experience, um, you know, our share of just them passing over. Um, but hey, I'm here to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, how many kids do you have? I have three. Three. Okay. Yeah. I think one. Of, I've been seeing one. One is in college, right? Yes, she is. Yes, she oh. is. She is finishing up her photography. How is that going? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I knew when she was so little that she was destined to do it. So it's kind of cakewalk for her. Just a matter of learning new things and, you know, putting them under her belt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so how were those? I mean, especially you said as a as a kid, how was those like early parenting struggles? Um, like, mm. were, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. you got something. Sounds like you got something to say there. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Um, the toughest, you know, I was a young mother, so here I was, a kid trying to be a mom. Mm. Um, kid raising kids, like we always say. Yeah. So it was tough. It was tough, but I loved it. I knew I was destined to be a mommy at such a young age, so I just embraced it full throttle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was there anything specific that you're like, man, this was really tough. I don't know how I get out of this. Uh, and you eventually overcame it. Anything specific that you uh, could think of at all? I ended up being in an abusive relationship as well. Oh man, with my children, exactly. So I had to um, totally adapt, uh, you know, to a new set of brains with myself and understand that this was not the way that life was supposed to be. Um, unfortunately, when you grow up, you see that as an example of what love is, and you unfortunately replicate it, no matter what you say. Mm. Um, that you won't do it almost always happens so that's where i sat with that one sounds like they try to yeah. break the, the mold there it's crazy how some yeah. things so i had to get down. out of there so when you say what did i break and what did i overcome i had to overcome the abuse or else my kids weren't going to have a mom i was going to be taken out of here oh my god oh yeah. man that's terrible i mean so i mean we talk about like those struggles then and i think some of that uh, now I know you have a book coming out, right? Yes. 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 So, 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 talk to me about about that, like, or, or any of the struggles in that book. Like, talk to me about your book a little bit here. Okay. So, definitely struggles. Um, first and foremost, financially. Um, secondly, time. Uh, so much to sacrifice in doing this whole book walk. Even you know, obviously, with having children as well, things come up. A car breaks down. You know, it's like always yeah. something trying to knock you off. You know, the tracks. Um, but it has been a struggle finding illustrators. Um, there are people out here who will get you and tell you that they're doing all their work and they really have like this cool app and they just take your picture and, you know, do jazzy stuff with it. And then Mm. you go to publish and you can't publish because half of it is stock photos and no permissions given. And it's a struggle in the essence of having to learn things you just have never had to experience before. Mm. Um, but then I, I love struggle. I, I, I know people are going to think I'm crazy when they hear this, but I love struggle. Struggle builds me. Struggle makes me usually buckle down and tighten up. And um, I always get better from it. So I embrace it. I've embraced every single struggle with this book. Even now trying to get published, published to the paper part, you know, the mm. book <laughs> illustrations are done. Um, now it's time to get it printed. Definitely. So that's going to be a new struggle, I'm sure. <laughs> Another struggle to overcome, right? Doubles. 
<laughs> how long have what was the beginning processing? How long did you think about this? Was it a couple of years ago? Okay. Couple okay. how long ago did um, you? You're gonna go there, you're gonna go there. Uh-oh. So <laughs> with that being said, six or seven years old, man, when okay. back when the legal pads were hot and the pencils, and you had to run to your basement or your kitchen and do the grinding uh uh sharpener. Yeah. Yeah, in the middle of the night, my parents are asleep, and I'm out there. What the hell is she doing out there? Exactly. Um, Been writing songs, been writing poems, been writing book ideas, and just different things that I never, ever truly understood were about to come to fruition for me when I got older. Um, So about 2017, I wrote that, um, my first book right here, Oh, How Mommy Loves You. Um, And I did it because my daughter, my youngest daughter and I were going through um, things with her behavior, finding out that she had mental health issues. um, And it was just like, man, I just sat down one day and I was just like, no matter what could happen with your kid, you got to love them. Like you have to, (laughs) you have to kind of like your due diligence. You got to love them. Um, And I am such a funny character that I like to bring comedy to like everything. So it's kind of a twist with I love you so much. And even if you were blue and you didn't have any teeth to chew and all of these really cool, um, you know, comparisons that I would just still love my kid regardless. That's so, awesome. yeah, the unconditional love, right? Kind of unconditional like... love that the Lord gives us, man. It's amazing. So then fast forward, right? So seven years yep. ago, you think of this. What yep. was the one thing you're like, all right. It's been a while. I need to get moving on this. What? What? How long ago was that? And what was the, the thing that you're that pushed you to say, "All right, I'm actually going to get this done." Working at Toyota Haley, Haley Toyota, Toyota Haley. I don't know how the hell you want to word them people. They were something else. They were breaking COVID um, regulations left and right. People were having outbreaks left and right. And I was just like, I can hustle something on the side and make the money that I'm making here and not expose myself and my whole entire home to potentially get COVID. And um, it's just time to live for myself. Everybody was getting older and mommy still hadn't done anything for herself. I've just been maintaining, getting a job so I can maintain, owning my own business so I can maintain. Never was it, what does mom want to do? Right. (laughs) So Haley just kind of put that fire under my butt to be like, yo, I'm not dealing with any more employers that don't want to follow simple rules, expose us to health and and situations that could, you know, literally kill us. Um, It's time for me to get serious about what I want to do so that I can feed all the other things that God has given to me as well. But I got to focus on one thing. So, yeah, back in 2020, I would have to say I really put the fire under my butt. If you will, <laughs> it's been a lot of that though. You hear around, yes. especially it's like you know, um, especially when COVID started, it's like, yep. ah, do I really want to be here. Like, yep. it's this, it's this, everybody, you know, right? Not just me, we were all <laughs> going through that. Amen. Do you know of, I know everything's still being finalized, and you got the illustration off, which is mm-hmm. great and it looks great too. Um, you. but you're still working on final, so it's not like a release date or anything yet, right? I, in the name of Jesus, with all faith speak into existence that my book will be ready for purchase by january 1st awesome i would love christmas but i'm going to speak realistically in case anything could possibly go wrong i got my size picked out and everything you know it's just a matter of teaming up with my awesome publisher audrey hines giving her a shout out uh (laughs) i love that woman um it's just a matter of she and i getting together which is tomorrow and um we're going to go ahead and get that strategized so i can give you an update for sure Okay. And then where yeah. can people 
follow you to get updates on the well, you and the book? Okay, so um, I am at at Simone's Inspirations on Instagram. And to simplify my life and everyone else's, I made my YouTube channel the exact same. So it's C-Y-M-O-N-E-S and then Inspirations. Perfect. All right. Yeah. And um, I do have some questions, though, too, that sure. I got from a website there. So um, Cora.com is a, a place where they have different subcategories uh, in mm-hmm. their website. Like, So I took some of these questions from the parenting side. I okay. figured we could help somebody, some people out. Heck yeah, so, man. My partner wants to move away and I don't want to leave my family and friends. So the partner wants uh, them to move away from the family and uh, they're not about that. What should I do? Mm. Before any move, my strongest advice to anyone in the whole wide world is to pray first. God gives you an overwhelming amount of peace about a move that will move you. (laughs) It really will. Um, Secondly, I am a firm believer in family meetings. We got to weigh our options out together. There's no decision that that, uh, involves a move that shouldn't be the whole family. So we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about this and we're going to strategize and just finalizing it with that. Obviously, we're the parents. We have to say so. You will move. You will move. (laughs) But it is good make everybody feel included make sure that we know we're strategizing our pros and our cons and first and foremost and forever and always pray about it awesome awesome all right next question um this is just a general question somebody okay. had but uh are do you feel that kids right now are being too pampered and being too overprotected in this world today yes sir i do absolutely okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's um, it's almost like taking over the world, <laughs> and that stuff is our fault. Like I tell my kids all the time, I never understood that trying to provide a better life for them was going to backfire on me at times as well. I'm going through it too in my own house, um, so I whew, I strongly feel that topic right there. We could we could talk about that one for a minute. Do you feel like are there any things that you're doing like currently in your own household to kind of mitigate that? Because I mean. To your point, it's like you want your kids to be better or live a better life than you did. But then at the same time, that twists around and it's like, oh, now they kind of feel I don't I feel like over privilege is the wrong word, but feel like because they haven't gone through a struggle, (laughs) they haven't gone through a struggle. So it's like, oh, I can do this and that. And it's like, no, you don't understand. So is there any things that you're doing currently to try to mitigate that? Well, yes. Um. I'm a very old school parent. So, you know, I do lots of preaching. Um, Like I said, I'm big on family meetings. So we have often family meetings. Um, And I guess me mitigating, I sound like a contradictor right now. I'm not going to lie. I just bought my son a truck. (laughs) I'm saying this. (laughs) Congratulations to your son. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And he's the main one giving me hell right now. (laughs) Uh, Take that truck back. Where the keys at? Those keys. That's what I'm saying. So it hasn't been moved yet, but it's still like um, he grew up in such a suburban area. I've always tried to keep them in beautiful neighborhoods. And I say that to say he's watched all this new friends get new Beamers, Mercedes, pickup trucks, and their parents don't care. That's just how they are, you know, accustomed to living. Mm -hmm. And you have over here this whole set of life that don't run things like that. However, like we're going back to saying, I always wanted to buy my children their first car because I remembered how stressful it was to get my first car. And I was pregnant. (laughs) I remember. And there was no one there to help me. And my mother didn't have extra money. And it was real. So when I say mitigate, it's all about keeping them grounded 
It's all about always making sure that they understand this is not owed to you. I don't owe you nothing. Like literally nothing. <laughs> I will say that to my children because the government itself, what do we owe them? A roof over their head, not even a nice one. Both <laughs> on their back, ain't gotta be no Jays and, and, and Nike brand and nothing like that. Food in their mouth. And it don't have to be chef style like they eat up in my house almost every night. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the reality. And because the children have these phones and and the parents are thinking that we're doing them favors, mm -hmm. it is backfiring on us. It truly is. Because the real world is not going to do all this for our kids. Nope, not at all. So just to get this right, you might owe them nothing, but you definitely don't owe them Nathan. All right. Hello. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a new catchphrase. Oh, that's awesome. I want to put, put that on a t-shirt. Um, so I have a question. So this is separate yeah. from this, and I asked all my guests this uh, yeah. same question. So um, if you go can go back in time uh and tell your past self just one thing, yeah. um, and there's no specifics to that, just you yeah. know, uh, the person you were before and you now. So you now knowing what you know now, yes. um, what would you tell that past person, that past version of yourself? If it was just like one thing you can say. So I did my homework when you sent me my question, sir. And I was prepared because you know me, I'm, I'm a communicator. So I yes. had a lot of different things I would tell my old self, <laughs> but I queued it down for one for you. Okay. Ready? Yep. Don't make decisions presently based off of past brokenness. Hmm. Can you explain that a little bit for me? I made so many decisions from a hurt place. I didn't understand. Um, I don't regret my children, but my children would not be here if when we moved from Florida to Virginia, I went in that era of life, mm. <laughs> following all of my mother's footsteps that I said I never would. Um, so I to explain that, it's just like, you're currently here mm. and that's all you know. Therefore, I can only make a decision out of what I know right here. Mm. However. If I could go back and tell my young self, hold on and take a breath, really look outside the situation and see, are you where you want to be, where you should be, where you need to be? Is this place benefiting you, meaning that person? And all of those things, I would just totally slow the freak down. Mm. I was in a rush to find love because my father had disappointed me so bad. So as a young lady, I just wanted someone to love me. I just wanted someone to love me. I just wanted someone to love me. And it caused me to be exactly where my mom put herself. Wow. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I would have to tell myself, don't look back at all the brokenness and decide now. This is right. You got to right. stop. <laughs> you you, you got to stop when you're younger. You got to you got to you got to turn around and smell the roses, check out the trees, listen to the birds chirping and just really evaluate where you're about to take your life, because one split decision literally controls everything it almost brings tears to my eyes to say it's like even you know going through my time you know i i mentioned it here and there i did time behind one decision mm. one decision um so i just say all that to say slow down young people slow down old people all of us <laughs> you're old you got no choice somebody's gonna slow down for you right <laughs> it's forcing you to slow down anyway but no like your your thought your whole thought process just stop just stop and just think, does this really, truly feel right? And if it doesn't, don't go any further. So usually that's my last question I would have, but I just, uh, one more thing though, because I've seen, yeah. and if there's nothing you can talk about now, that's fine. But 
I've saw some other stuff going on. Like, I'm not sure if you're modeling pictures, anything else that you, because I've seen seeing you on Instagram mm-hmm. doing some stuff and things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's some things in the works you can't talk about, but what, what else are you doing besides the, the book there? So I did just get picked up for a crystal um, company. They did choose me to be their face um, of their whole like website magazine. It's really freaking dope. I can't talk wow. about it yet because nothing's been released. Um, yeah. But my young man, Trey, he's awesome. And he's got uh, things in the work. Um, but I've modeled since I was a little girl. My mom dedicated her life to make sure that I was feeding one of my passions. I love being behind the, the lens and um, giving my spirits, my fruits of my spirits to the world as best I know how to. Yeah. That's awesome. All <laughs> yeah. right. That's so yeah, cool. I used to work for Model Logic. Um, we, I did a Dominion commercial for them. And um, just haven't had any gigs, so kind of just have been self-relancing my own self. But with Mm. my daughter, she's so amazing, her photography page, um, that I go and I do things for her school, her college. And um, anybody who sees me on IG, they know I will come, like, call me on the weekend, do a shoot, like, I will pop up. So just trying to put myself back out there. Like I said, it's it's mom's turn. It's mom's turn. That's awesome. Yeah, Uh, thank you so much for that. Yeah, no, of course. So one last time. That yeah. some people are like, girl, sit your old still down. <laughs> no, it's never you're never too old, right? I mean, they say that, but also right. too, it's like, like we're gonna get there sooner or later. So chop chop, you know, yeah. time's wasting, yeah. right? So, yeah. um, so one last time, how can people yeah. find you? Um, so one last time, I am on Instagram at Simone's Inspirations, and that is YouTube, just the same, and it's C Y M O N E, and then Inspirations. All right, Simone, I appreciate you coming on. Take the time out. You. I appreciate you. We are literally putting a mark on history doing this together today. I look forward to so many more. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Single Parent Conflict Podcast. We hope that you found our conversation useful and informative. Now, if you're a parent or know someone who is a parent, please consider subscribing and leaving us a review to help us reach more people like you. Now, we know that being a parent can sometimes be difficult. But we hope that by sharing our stories and experiences, we can help make things a little easier. So with that being said, I just want to thank you again. And we look forward to hearing from you soon.